0: Greetings film fans, welcome to episode 9 of The Big Ski, the really, really, really old and completely not new film show from <laughs> Joe and her. I'm your host, Owen De Hardy, and in very exciting news, I'm delighted to be joined by a double act more charming than Han Solo and Chewbacca, more handsome than Butch and Sundance, and more smarter than Harry and Lloyd from Dumb and Dumber. It is, of course, Rory Cashin and Laura Holland. Hello. Hello. I was expecting there to be like a big round of applause for yourselves there, but there wasn't. i it's I'll, I'll, I'll do it.
1: That's your big round of applause That's pretty much, and Which the crowd one of go us wild. Is, uh, Chewbacca, though, I
0: knew we were going to mm. get in. Well, you're quite hairy. Rory (laughs) so I think it's you we are a man down this week though as Paul I swear I'll never leave you Murr has left us to head off on a national lampoon style vacation because he thinks his personal life and a long time are more important than the Big Review Ski but he's entirely wrong he's gone to Boston Boston. he's gone to Boston um, but someone who will never leave us is the listeners isn't that right precious (laughs) precious listeners Uh, you can get in touch with us here at the Big Review Ski by tweeting us on Twitter at Big Review Ski it makes sense and you can WhatsApp us on 000 0353 874 zero zero 001103 zero And don't forget to include your name uh, This week's show, it's pretty jam-packed We're going to be joined by the stars of Peter Rabbit James Corden and Dono Gleeson uh, We've got some head-scratching high clues coming your way Reviews of new releases And the best films to go and see in Irish cinemas right now But to kick things off this week We asked you a question last week And you dutifully answered So we wanted to know What was the biggest Oscar snub of all time? Can we remember what our own ones were? Mine mm-hmm. was Hitchcock, having what? never won Best Director. That's, That's right. That's
2: true. Mine was Titanic for Leo. Ticacca. For Leo.
0: Mm-hmm. What a tough life he's lived. I know. And <laughs> actually, the listeners, uh, I know, he's so he must be so devastated. I
2: know, the poor
0: chap. Um, there, actually, he came up in the answers as well that people were, mm-hmm. were sending into. Damien Hetherington, he reckoned that the biggest Oscar snub of all time was Richard Harris should have won for The Field. Mm. Oh, yeah. uh, David Michael Tobin said, saving Private Ryan lost to Shakespeare in Love, which is a horrific decision because yes. Spielberg actually won Best Director that yeah. year. Uh, Zenzi Mulder you'll be a fan of this Laura uh, she said uh, Deadpool for obvious ah, reasons yes. didn't say any of the reasons just for They're obvious so reasons. Obvious that, uh, um, e. De Curtis said the only answer to this is Shawshank and yeah. uh, that got some support from Ken Gorey as well said Shawshank Redemption won nothing what up with that which is a valid question. that yeah. point. Somebody called Gavin Morrissey gave us a very very rude answer oh. and I can't read it out here that's going to be on the big review ski after dark <laughs> or maybe we'll we'll bleep it out can but, I think, do uh, I have it written down I do look here it, I won't. here it is here it uh, is extreme <gasps> yeah I know Laura Kevin, you're going to have to out your mouth and you're going to have to wash but your was eyes the, <laughs> out for looking at it now my
1: favourite part is that it's the fifth one
0: I know <laughs> that exactly that particular oh. in that series. series of adult movies do you know what I'm going to say it out loud and we're going to bleep it no. afterwards no I won't say what's it out loud what's
1: the point of saying it out loud and then bleeping it because you get the start bit and the
0: end Okay, I'm just going to say extreme jeepers. five jeepers. We we'll, won't we'll believe that Definitely five. I though. hope that was <laughs> number five I in love the that series. Was
1: five. He got through all the fast of five of the extreme. <laughs> what a franchise! <laughs>
0: Chris Rafferty. Uh, he didn't even need words for his answer. He just summed it all up with a gif that I think Paul Moore would be a fan of. It was the muscular handshake between Arnold Schwarzenegger and Carl Weathers And Predator. But I'm not sure if his answer is was the film snubbed, mm-hmm. was it the actors, yeah. is it the handshake itself? All all of this yeah. was snubbed by the Oscars And last but not least Valerie Brooks Cregan said Liam Neeson not getting best actor For Schindler's List in 1993 And Tom Hanks won that year uh, That was the first of his for two Philadelphia. For Philadelphia yeah, Exactly, Philadelphia
2: mean, like, Tom Hanks Like, it's a tough act
0: I know And he, d- he did the double he won two in a row. Yes. Forrest Gump in 94 then. But that Liam Neeson answer actually brings us on nicely to this week's question. Segway. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I was wondering, um, and we had Richard Harris mentioned there as well, um, and in the interview with Donald Gleeson uh, later on in the uh, in the show, he actually talks about how pound for pound, you know, Ireland just has such a great reputation mm-hmm. um, for brilliant actors. Mm. I think he was including himself in that, which <laughs> is completely valid. Um, but we're spoiled for choice here, but I want to know Laura and Rory um, who is your favorite Irish actor of all hmm. time?
2: I thought long and hard about this and I didn't want to go for one of the likes of Liam Neeson. Side note, I think he's a little bit overrated.
0: <gasps> oh my god. And can we just have a bit of context here? You always come on to Brendan Gleeson as well, don't <laughs> you? So, you are <laughs> in I have love been with that known man. to
2: come on to Brendan Gleeson, <laughs> yes. Uh, I had to control myself with around um, Donald, but um I have chosen Cillian Murphy because while he's still quite young in the acting world I think he's amazing and one of the top Irish actors that have come and those cheekbones
0: I always I I just can't ignore those cheekbones
2: I've seen him on stage actually I can't remember the name of the show that was on in Dublin Cats (laughs) 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 but uh, he was incredible both like uh, in person as well so uh, that's what blew my mind for me
0: super choice Rory Uh, well I
1: went back and checked through uh, extreme one to four oh, no. <laughs> no I can't Irish keep bleeping <laughs> all of things out <laughs> there was no Irish cast members in any of them so uh, um, I've gone with Saoirse Ronan
2: no amazing
1: I have yeah I, I think considering how young she is and how many pre- fantastic performances she's done and she's up to now three Oscar nominations she Already. is our Meryl Streep not just our generation's Meryl Streep but like Ireland's Meryl Streep and I'm okay, so happy fine. about it Um. And she mixes stuff up fantastically well. Like she tried to do something a bit more out of the box, like with Hannah. Um, yeah. But she doesn't do blockbustery stuff mm. yet. Yes, and that's no. the
0: thing. She is just early twenties. Uh, yeah. She's going to have an unbelievable career. And whenever, ahead
1: of her. whenever Star Wars or Marvel or whomever eventually signs her up to one of those huge blockbusters, it will be. A I was going to say, day.
2: who would you put her as if you were to put her as a well-known character?
0: Well, Jesus. all the all the really, really well-known ones have been taken. Yeah, but you say but that
2: because Emma Watson then played Belle, who you, th- you would have never thought. <laughs> I was
0: thinking in the Marvel Cinematic <laughs> Universe, I was like, I don't remember Belle having superpowers, <laughs> but okay. No, in
2: general, I'm talking general. Like, if you could put her as a character in the future, if they were to remake something or make it, or would we put her as something?
0: Interesting. She could, hmm. Like yeah. as a... Go on. No, I think as a massive Star Wars fan and I was so delighted to see Donna Gleeson, Papa. I remember that when that casting news was announced and it was just a coming together of <laughs> oh my God, an Irish actor with <laughs> one of my favourite <laughs> film franchises. So if she was to take part in, and to be fair, I think we're all going to be cast in Star Wars films. There's this so many true. being yes. made. Um, I would love to see her in that at some point. I'd love to see her play mm. a
1: villain as well. Oh, it a, a villain be, uh, would be I brilliant. I'd she say man. she's
0: dying to do that as well.
1: Yeah, like it's Star Wars. So,
0: mm. Mm. Owen... My answer is actually Gleason Junior. It's no Donald way. Gleason. Yeah, um, I was going to go for my multiples of answers, like loads and loads. You so, like soft spots for <laughs> Colin Farrell uh, no. in my no. in Minority Report. Just don't even listen. No. Allison Duty and Indiana Jones. None of good those. Grief. No. But uh, no, it was actually, it was Donal Gleeson because um, one of my favourite films from a few years back was True Grit Mm. uh, with Jeff Bridges and Donal Gleeson had this small bit part in it just this crazy westerner cowboy (laughs) and he was completely bonkers in it and everything that he decides to do it's actually, it's quite similar I think to your reasoning for, uh, for Saoirse Ronan I think Donal is our new Meryl Streep um yes. but it's like it's his choices whether it's you know those kind of Richard Curtis romantic comedies with uh with about time mm-hmm. or even peter rabbit and we'll hear what uh Laura what you thought of mm-hmm. the film later on regardless of what do you think of those types of films he's just going out there and trying absolutely everything and again seeing him in uh as general hux as uh, uh in star wars as well was that coming together of like Favourite actors With uh, with favourite films as well And I just think that Everything that he's in He's just on another level To other people as well He's mm-hmm. just a super talent
1: That's I, I love your answer But you know what makes me A little bit sad What? what? Paul Moore isn't here I know,
0: but if only we had some way of communicating with them. Technology advanced.
3: (laughs) Well, I was going to do.
0: I was going to do a seance, like we'll summon him. But uh, (laughs) yeah, let's just let's just play
3: his voice recording. (laughs) All right, technology. Hi everyone. Hi Rory. Hi Laura. Sorry I couldn't be there, but I'm on my way to Boston because I'm wicked smart. How do you like them apples? That was a really terrible Boston accent, by the way. Uh, with regards to best Irish actor, I'm going to go for an old favourite of mine, which is Richard Harris, two-time Oscar nominee for The Sporting Life and The Fields. Um, an absolute legend of the screen. I mean, who wouldn't have loved to on out with him? Richard Burton and Oliver Reed and their heyday. And even in his uh, older career, um, he found a whole new audience with the Harry Potter films. And as we saw in Gladiator, still an unbelievably strong screen presence. So yeah, Richard Harris for me. Super actor. Yeah.
1: Two things offensive in that. Well, I was <laughs> gonna say the start of hello, the message. Hello, Laura and Rory. Yeah, why does he not want to
0: say hello to me? Because no. he sent it to you, clearly. No,
1: but he didn't specifically say hello. Reviews, we are one entity here. <laughs> okay, yeah, so we're
0: like the Borg.
1: And yeah, and secondly, that accents. No, oh, no. yeah,
2: yeah.
0: Well, to be fair, Paul did admit that his Boston accent was it's pretty good. fault does not make it okay. <laughs> okay. <still> he <laughs> <pretty laughs> still went through with it. Terrible. But I think that's uh, it's a pretty decent uh, lineup there Richard mm. Harris, Sir mm-hmm. Sharon, and Donald Gleason, and Killian Murphy. I actually, when I was reading back through, like. <laughs> There's such an incredible list um, from Ruth Negga, Brenda Fricker, oh, uh, Peter O'Toole and Michael Gambon, who I, I don't think I ever realised he was born in Ireland. No, nope. I would always think of him as like one of the kind of standout British mm. uh, actors. But uh, yeah, just ridiculously spoiled for choice. So we'd love to know who your favourite Irish actor is of all time as well. Now, um, speaking of getting in touch uh we did give out uh, I think it was a slightly difficult high clue last <gasps> week um, for people to get oh, in yeah. touch with but um, so just to go back over last week's one uh, congratulations to everyone who, who got the right answer it was Alfred's beastly bro mm-hmm. with Rocket man's tasty tunes sounds like Proud Vader um, and the answer for that one was <sighs> the lion King <laughs> <laughs> no, no <laughs> stop Rory. it Rory. Um, So the reason it was that answer Alfred's beastly bro Alfred (laughs) is played by Jeremy Irons In the new Batman films Um, So his beastly bro was uh, Mufasa uh, (laughs) The Lion uh, With Rocketman's Tasty Tunes Rocketman is of course Elton John Mm -hmm. He wrote the music uh, in The Lion King And Tasty Tunes The guy who wrote the lyrics uh, for those tunes Is Tim Rice And Rice is tasty So many layers
2: So many layers I don't like the like, I don't really that
0: Rice is tasty Dad. Rice is very grand. tasty uh, Put tomato ketchup on it You're grand Gross, And the riding. final line <laughs> Was sounds like Pride Vader
2: uh, I just had a realisation where are our cone things
0: <gasps> our cone? no we're not I'm not giving you cream horns. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> cream horns the cream horns will come cream horn 5 next that's week. a different <laughs> film
2: next week please
0: but, but the last line focus Laura the last line <laughs> uh, sounds like Pride Vader uh, it was of course it's an animated film so uh, the voice sounds like Darth Vader which is uh, James Earl Jones and the Pride was uh, Pride Rock because they're Pride of lions so that was our answer last, uh, okay. last week so Laura as a reminder to the listeners um The High Clue is essentially a short film riddle and you just have to name the film, but you've prepared one for this week and myself and Rory are going to attempt to get it right because Rory bamboozled us with his incredibly literal (laughs) one last week and we were like, yeah, we didn't get it.
2: So this one isn't as layered as yours? Okay. Okay.
0: Here we go. Sorry, Sorry. I'm not looking. You're just sneaking a peek at the answer.
1: The first line is, where are our cream horns?
0: (laughs) (laughs) I know that film.
2: (laughs) Okay. Bond is in trouble
0: Bond is in trouble
2: Children's loyalty tested Mm
0: -hmm.
2: The flames are questioned
0: Okay, I think I've got it
2: No, really?
0: Yeah, let's do a syllable count first though Bond is in trouble Okay, five there, perfect Children's loyalty tested Seven that's correct. Mm-hmm. Um, the flames are questioned. Five, so five seven five.
2: Okay, don't guess yet. Do High you claim? have it? Okay, already?
0: no. Okay, can I go? Can I go? <laughs> can I go through my thinking for okay. it? Okay. Okay, Bond is in trouble. So, an actor who played Bond.
2: Okay.
0: Uh, so my Bond, our Bond, our, Bond, our generation was uh, Pierce Brosnan. So he's oh. the first one that pops into my head. Okay. So he's in trouble. Children's loyalty tested. A film with children and Pierce Brosnan and the oh. loyalty are they going to go with the mommy or the daddy <laughs> that's what I'm thinking the flames are questioned when Robin Williams his boobs his fake boobs go on fire and uh, yeah well there's a question over well, his no, the flames you're, are questioned you're and oh and it's layered because the name of the film which is Mrs Doubtfire
2: yes is that the right answer? Yeah. that one I f- thought that was hard.
0: There was, but no, it's a really good one. I know. That's a really good one. That's a great one. I, I like, like that one. flames are Me too, but... Flames are questions? is I did genius. go with
2: something about boobs being on fire, but <laughs> then I was like,
0: no. But that's implied yeah. there. Yeah.
2: But it's actually doubt flames or questioned questioned flames.
0: No, that's brilliant. I'm a fan of that one. Great. Um, Thanks for that. Uh, We're (laughs) (laughs) going (laughs) to. Thanks for the pick me up. We're going to have this week's official competitive high clue coming up later on the show. So do listen out for that. But uh, now, just before we get into the top ten films in this week's uh, Irish box office, Rory, you did a review of Annihilation last Mm -hmm. week, which is the new Natalie Portman film, and was released straight to Netflix just uh, last Monday. Uh, You absolutely love the film. I did, yeah. And uh, you said it was pretty scary as
1: well. It, yeah. Uh, I thought it was the best sci fi horror <clears throat> since maybe Alien. Um, not Aliens, though. Not Aliens, no. Because um, mm-hmm. Aliens is your favorite, is movie, my of favorite all time. movie of all time. Okay. Um, but yeah, no, it, it's fantastic. I had read the book and I went back and kind of reminded myself of the book. It's very different to the book. Um, so I was like, oh, I'm going to know this ending. And myself and Paul, before he left us for Boston, tried our best to figure out the ending and he had his opinion okay. and I had my opinion and they're two very very different opinions so that's another thing I would love for listeners to add us in and let us know what Definitely. you thought the ending was because I'm stumped yo because he, mm. he's very different to mine
0: so I've, I've still yet to see this film but yeah. Paul um, managed to see it uh, just before he headed off I'm not like you Roy, I'm not going to attempt to do that Boston accent yours was better than Paul thank you um, but Paul was so taken by this film that he just felt compelled to also get in touch with us not say on stats, he just sent us another message
3: so after rory's great review of annihilation last week my excitement levels were almost through the roof when it arrived there on netflix on monday and i'm delighted to say that it didn't disappoint i know 2018 is still pretty young in it's uh, in terms of what films are being released but i'd be amazed if this doesn't make one of my top tens are best off by the end of the year. It's that good. In terms of the plot, I'm not going to get too much away, but um, essentially Natalie Portman um, is leading a all-female expedition into this scientific strange occurrence called The Shimmer, where the rules of gravity, time, memory, genetics are thrown into chaos. Um, basically, this is a film that really isn't afraid to tackle the really weighty subjects what it means to be human, depression, the our tendency for self-destruction. It's very, uh, it's very philosophical and, you know, clearly not to get too not to get too um, uh, preachy about it, but it is into its Jungian psychology stuff. Uh, and even after the credits roll, one, you're going to want to watch it again to pick up all the little clues and two, you're going to want to read everything around it. in simply cinematic terms. Um, Garland has really kicked it up a notch since Extra Machina, which is another wonderful film. The shame is that it's such a beautifully shot film and the sound production is amazing that you would love to see it in the cinema. So that's kind of a um, uh, a catch-22. But um, trust me, the fact it's on Netflix doesn't deter from its overall impact. In terms of the acting, it's a real ballsy choice for Natalie Portman to take because her character isn't what you'd call the most likable person. But it's a, it's a really wonderful cast that pads it out. Um, special mention to Jennifer Jason Lee. She kind of plays a stoic leader of the whole group called Dr. Ventress. And also Tessa Thompson, who we would have seen in Thor and Creed. Um, her character is has sort of a quiet determination about her but also a sense of vulnerability uh, uh all the characters have a moment to shine but as I said um, Annihilation already an early contender for a Film of the Year check it out
0: Seriously between your review and Paul's I just I know it's there it's sitting waiting for me yeah, on you're Netflix you being real lazy I I'm <laughs> <that. laughs> <laughs> super <laughs> duper lazy I feel really lazy. bad
2: because I came in today and said oh Annihilation's getting really good reviews and Rory was like yes, sound Yes on I, the <laughs> big review ski it is <laughs> But you see I I trust you Rory
1: you say that your eyes have literally <laughs> yeah. turned into question marks as you say that go I on. do
2: trust you but I feel like we have very different tastes in movies and like you admitted it, it's very scary so mm. I think your scale of very scary to me is like don't go there um, like, if it's very scary for you how do you think I'm going to feel
1: probably not great about it but um, <laughs> no I reckon you can handle it oh I don't know I reckon I reckon you can I reckon you can
0: I think across the board people are loving this film so yeah. I think it's definitely worth worth giving it a go it's a pity that it didn't get that cinematic release but we, we did feel um, even though it's obviously not in the Irish box office it was definitely worth uh, revisiting mm-hmm. so again as Roy said if you've watched it and you have some questions about the end or you have some theories about the end uh, do get in touch with us but on to the films that are out in the cinemas uh, at the moment number 10 is Monster Family and Roy just flat out he was like no I don't want to see that I want to see Nicolas Cage's new film mom and dad technically so feck monster family
1: technically mom and dad it's about parents who are trying to kill their kids so it is a kind of monster family it's kind
0: of linked so I feel good about
1: having just a second come up with that link and
0: I feel it's very smooth thank
1: you Um, Nicholas Cage and Selma Blair are parents um, to two young kids and there's a inexplicable virus that turns every single uh, parent homicidal specifically against their own children right Um
0: I think my parents have that
1: <laughs> I think all <laughs> parents have that deep down but uh, the kids come home and then so do the parents and then from that point on it is parents trying to kill their kids in their home um, it is a absolutely gonzo super dark comedy trying to be a horror from the director of Crank
0: oh uh, amazing Christmas with the Cranks yeah. what? <laughs> Christmas
2: with the
1: Crank.
0: no Jason Statham Crank Oh, yeah. completely different <laughs> um,
1: it is a fantastic idea um really? that runs out of steam about forty five minutes into it. Oh. And you really wish there had been like another thing for the film to come up with. Um having said that, it is super dark funny. Um anyone who likes their comedies is <clears throat> as pitch black as humanly possible. This is for them. And there are a few scenes in it uh where the parents are where other parents are attacking their kids and it gets it gets super (laughs) inappropriate at times because there's one scene in particular in a uh, it's early on in the film so I'm not spoiling anything but it's in a paternity ward maternity ward? (laughs) it's not a paternity ward <laughs> no it's a ma- the mammies do all the work in the maternity wards where newborn children are and it is Aww. not, a, a, not a, oh you're you unified no. reactions
0: yeah. I don't want to go and see like this that. film now
1: yeah uh, there's there's that scene where oh. the people in the I could feel like everyone in the audience I was with just like universally clenched was like, oh, <coughs> it's
0: like oh, no well no what need. about on the Nick, scale, uh, Nick Cage scale of, uh, of Nick Cageness mm. where, where does he go in this one is he completely bonkers off the charts what
1: is uh, what is like what's
0: his what's his top out I would say his top is oh, I'm gonna go with Best the remake ever. no no oh, no no <laughs> where, he, where he loses the plot oh. I'm gonna go for the, the remake, remake of, of Wicker, Wicker Man. Man yeah pretty much like the, the, the bees, end like the bees. He, yeah.
1: he starts at that level <laughs> okay and then goes beyond that incredible. It is the most Nicolas Cage Nicolas Cage performance you've ever seen and it is Well
0: for that reason alone I will now be thing. going to see it yeah. Okay. Uh, number 9 in the Irish Box Office and 8 we have Three Billboards and The Shape of Water and obviously off the back of, their, that, yeah. of their Oscar success uh, people have been flocking to the cinemas going to see them again so it's brilliant to see them back in there. Uh, Coco is in, uh, in there at number 7 also doing really well off the back of the Oscars Red Sparrow which is uh, Jennifer Lawrence as a Russian spy is doing well at number 6. Now the Great Greatest Showman, here we go again, aka the film that will not die, is back up to number five after how? dropping to number seven last week. I'll tell you how, because of people like Fiona.
4: Hi, I'm
2: Fiona. I love The Greatest Showman. I've gone to see it twice. It's not the kind of film a critic might watch and think is great, but as an average punter, it just makes you feel great. And when you leave the cinema, you're just happier than when you went in.
0: Well, you can't argue with that. If you're happier leaving the cinema, well, are you happier because The Greatest Showman is over? Maybe you got That's some buttered popcorn. Maybe you got some buttered popcorn. Like, there isn't?
1: are things that can make you happier that are fundamentally not good for you. So.
0: <laughs> That's true <laughs> as well. It's you think The Greatest Human fits into that category.
1: Yeah, it's, it's up there with <laughs> most narcological
0: narcological. <laughs> <I can't laughs> <say it laughs> Thank you. Um, it's still there at number five. It's going to be here for a long time. Number four, I, Tonya, starring Margot Robbie. Uh, number three is Game Night. And every single person who has seen this film always comes out with the line, I was really pleasantly surprised. I wasn't yeah. expecting that to be as good as it was. I think that's partly to do with how crap American comedies have been yeah. for a long, long time.
1: Accurate and really quickly. Uh, I think it's because the trailers, sometimes you're like, oh, it's all the jokes. Uh, and then you see it and there's loads more jokes. But Blockers, oh, the yes. new John Cena one. Uh-huh. I seen the trailer and I was like, meh. It's, it was screened that's set up by set west and has some of the best, better reviews even in Game Night. Wow, uh, for for another American comedy, so the one to watch, one
0: to watch. We'll be reviewing that in the next couple of weeks. Uh, number two is Lady Bird, and I got a chance to go and see this at the weekend, but something happened on the way to the cinema.
1: Hit oh. me. So
0: I was uh, I was, was in Dairy. You have a, a story corner now. Yeah, no. Here, come, children, gather round. Um, it was uh, it was Saturday afternoon. Okay. Uh, I was in Derry and I was on my way to call into a shop and then head down to the local Omniplex and as I came around the corner, you know, Derry has these wonderful walls. This is not an ad for Derry. <laughs> <laughs> um, go visit the walls. Visit but you can do these walk-in tours, basically. Uh, and this guy, Martin McCrosson, set up a this wee walk tour. And they have these really distinctive yellow jackets. Mm-hmm. So as I came around the corner, I saw a guy in the yellow jacket about to start a tour with two people. And I thought, oh, that's a small enough tour. It must be a private one. Ooh. And I saw it was a, a guy and a girl. And I looked at them and I was like, that's not no what and I kind of squinted and I reached them and the four of us were about to cross the road together I thought my head she looks really like Saoirse Ronan (gasps) and then the guy uh, giving the tour started crossing the road so they followed and the next thing (laughs) I heard was Saoirse Ronan's voice saying like are you going to stop the traffic and I turned and looked and found myself face to face with Saoirse Ronan (gasps) Crossing the road, and uh, and this other guy kind of looked at me, and he in his head you could tell he's like, you know that Sir Ronan yeah. and I was like, I know that Sir Ronan <laughs> and I'm going to say that Sir Ronan So we kept walking along. You followed and I, Ronan. No, I was going the same direction. I swear. Was he
1: with Sir
2: yes. just walking Yeah. No, he with?
0: he he was with gotcha, her. Gotcha. 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 Yeah. Um, so the four of us were walking along. Uh, they were about to start their turn. I, and love I the way said,
2: "That's four of us," as if he thinks he's in. Yeah, we the four of us. were on this tour together.
0: And basically, I said, listen, I don't want to bother you, but here I am bothering you. And she said, hello. And I said, I'm actually on my way to see your brand new film, Lady Bird. And she was like, oh, thanks very much. I Aww. said, I can't. I was like, it's unlikely I'm going to see you later on this evening. So <laughs> um, so I want to congratulate you in advance. And she said, oh, thank you very much. And the guy giving the tour was like, geez, you can't go anywhere, can you? And she just said... No, no, I can't. So, so, like, and she was like, she was all wrapped up in her coat and her hat and everything. But she went off and enjoyed the tour. I stopped following them. Uh, and I went to see Ladybird and I absolutely loved it. That's Not class. just because I bumped into Saoirse Sharona beforehand, but uh, because it's a brilliant film and she is genuinely excellent on it. Yeah. Um, I that's think we, we all loved Lady Bird haven't seen it as well, well. oh well actually you no, weren't overly fussed no I didn't play. maybe you need to meet Saoirse Rona <laughs> just before her. yeah you need to break the fourth
1: wall for yeah. you to probably enjoy it.
2: I did really like it I just didn't love it but that's not to say it's not a good movie and again I didn't think it was her finest performance
1: if she was in front of you right now,
2: oh, I'd be like, "You're oh, a hero, <laughs> you're amazing, Sita, you. you. yeah. I
0: love you." But in uh, fact, she's
2: coming in the door. No. <laughs>
3: <laughs>
0: um, but uh, she was actually, Ladybird was number one uh, in the charts last week. But Black Panther has moved back into the top spot and has taken a ridiculous amount of money it broke uh, around billions. the world. Well, a yeah. billion. <laughs> billion and uh, I think they announced well it was inevitably going to have a sequel anyway but um, yeah you yeah. don't so look
1: at it like oh, it's made a billion but do we need another one nah no they like Marvel not what they're doing yeah <laughs>
0: definitely um, so that is the top 10 films in the Aries box office we're going to have full reviews of this week's new releases but now on to our interviews with the stars of Peter Rabbit now Paul had the chance to catch up with Donal Gleeson here in Dublin, and then Laura was like, "Yeah, I'll take your Donal Gleeson interview, and I'm gonna go and meet Donal and, and James Corden." James. So we're going to hear a little clip from the film first, followed by Paul's interview with uh, with Donal, uh, and this is their chat about Peter Rabbit. He
4: never should have come in the garden. No guts, no glory. Are you ever scared of anything? Yeah. Dying alone. That's why I brought you here. <sighs>
5: Do you know what we do with rats in the city? We find them and we exterminate
4: them. (gasps) Benjamin! Benjamin!
3: Donald, the hardest working man in Ireland, Gleason, it's a pleasure to meet you. Uh,
5: I'm not going to respond to that, uh, that is not true, but sure, yes, yeah, <laughs> yeah, just Donald's good. <laughs>
3: <laughs> You're uh, taking a few t- uh, months off now back in Ireland, are you enjoying uh, a bit of unwinding, I presume? Because it was a pretty busy 2017.
5: It was a very busy, yeah, very busy 2017, both in terms of like I did two, I did Peter Rabbit at the start of the year, then I did a Lenny Abrahamson film uh, in the summer in England, and then I had like, uh, I think, four Five or six films out at the end of the year, so just a lot of travelling around talking rubbish, you know, um, about myself, which is not, you know, (laughs) which is great for a while, don't get me wrong, but then after a while, I guess, even yeah, even I get bored of me, so that was uh, that was a strange one, but yeah, no, now I'm kind of once we're done with this, I'm kind of into a a, a very easy stretch.
3: Good to know. The uh, most soul searching question I'm going to ask. Are you happy now with the double whammy Star Wars and now Peter Rabbit that kids are going to be terrified and possibly traumatized when they see it? Well, I'm hoping <laughs> that Peter Rabbit offers a kind of a little
5: bit of a solution. You know, what I'm hoping is that I don't get like like kicked in the balls or anything by any kids as they pass by. That would be kind of be the nightmare. Because I get beaten up in this film quite a bit. They seem to take a lot of pleasure in hurting me. So I'm hoping that, that doesn't play out on the streets of Dublin. But <laughs> um, apart from
3: that, I think it should be okay. By the end of this film, I think you're kind of on my guys' side, hopefully, a bit. It was funny, actually, I think the last time you called it, my colleague Owen mentioned, uh, you said the one film you did to watch at Christmas was Home Alone. Yeah. And even watching this, I was thinking, "Geez, there's some scenes, it felt like I was watching Harry and Marv, Yeah, where <laughs> you were doing the, the slapstick stuff. That must have been really fun to play. Uh, it was, and it was exactly...
5: It was exactly the kind of stuff that I wanted to do, you know? Like you say, Home Alone is like, you know, like one of my favourite films, not from being a kid, just one of my favourite films, full stop. And get, there are elements of that in this. I mean, it's not all the way through, but... Um yeah, I, there is great joy in seeing somebody get hurt, so so it was uh, it was it was good to kind of see. I I, I liked it. That, good to that, be the guy. And know. on
3: that note, your sideshow Bob impression at breaks is top notch. I have to say.
5: Thank you very much. Thank you. I've got the hair to do it. So uh, yeah, it was funny what we were doing. I was like, I mean, we do
3: know sideshow Bob did this, and they're like, yes, 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 it's, it's all fine. It'll be fine. It's fine. Flat, you know, imitation it's, exactly it's exactly the finest yeah. form of flattery. And um, on that note, actually, uh, while I was watching, I was just thinking, I would have loved you to do the Father Ted approach to dealing with rabbits. Just say, uh, you know, it the so They keep on turning up more yeah, and more. Yeah, yeah. They keep on turning up <laughs> in the house. I'm not sure that would have been family friendly.
5: But uh, yeah, yeah, I think. Well, in a way, that is kind of what happens. I mean, the house does just keep on filling up with animals, so... God, yeah. I mean, I don't. I don't think it's a definitive reference to Father's Head, but I'd be
3: happy for it to be. No CGI rabbits were hurt during the film. No, <laughs> I wouldn't have thought so. Uh, in doing so, actually, it does kind of touch back with your uh, slapstick roots, with particularly your bad self. Uh, mm. that must have been fun when uh, it was John Ham just picked up on it and said, like, randomly said, "Oh, I loved the sketch stuff you did." It yeah. kind of does tie back in that in a way, wouldn't
5: it? Yeah, we all we shot what, a few of us, oh, happy us
3: together, which is absolutely <laughs> mad. Yeah, well, yeah. There's, there's a <laughs> <laughs> Made a lasting impression.
5: Um, um, uh, yeah, it's been like, it's been such a strange thing that those sketches have really, really, like, hung around. Like an actor who I absolutely adore came up to like, like came up to me recently and said it. One of like you know, one of the old guard now. And I was like, How the hell did that happen? Like I don't know how it gets around, but it did,
3: and it's kinda cool. It's really nice that yeah. we made them so long ago and they're still making people laugh. And I love the fact that people now aren't like terrified of Michael McElhatton, Ma- thinking he's like shit scary. He's like, Oh my god, he actually has a real sense of humor, Ruce Bolton. I'm not afraid of him anymore. But he did Pastor Freedom as well, man. That's the one to see get. If you've seen Pastor Freedom as yeah. the man. you know, like he's a he's a comedy legend, he's great. Yeah. Um, obviously, actually on that note, the X-Men gets famous. I presume you're shopping that around Hollywood and say, here, look at me, I'm an X-Men, put me in it. That's
5: my audition for X-Men? Yeah. yeah, I don't know. It will be hilarious. I mean, it will be really funny to end up in X-Men just because of that sketch. They could be like an extra on the DVD. Um, but I don't think that's going to happen.
3: On that note, you've, uh, you've nailed Potter and Star Wars. Is there anything other franchises that kind of you might, have been, might be interested in yourself? I know that probably pops up a lot. Um, No, no, I I mean I loved them, I don't know if
5: it's a franchise, but they certainly made a sequel to Blade Runner that I thought was absolutely beautiful and a really cool movie. So, I liked that. Um, Trying to think if there's any other of the sequel-y type things. Oh man, I'd be happy to hop on board Paddington. That's a pretty amazing, that was a pretty amazing film. My dad's already done that. So there's a few of them around, yeah. If they make a sequel to Phantom Thread, that seems like the start of a yeah. franchise for sure. Just, you, just to, you just
3: want to just edge in on all the family members' good stuff, is that right? That's what I'm trying to do, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> take jobs from my family. Topsy friend, not happy with just the hardest working man. You just want to be like, you know, the most, yeah. Exactly. Yeah, well, I've got to be the hardest working man in my family first. <laughs> That'll take some doing. Um, just, uh, we're, we're in the season now. Where we actually caught with Martin uh, done a few weeks ago. Oh, he said he, yeah, he's writing something uh, with... Your dad and uh, Colin in mind. Mm. I was thinking, Jesus, you know, you you single-handedly won him the Oscar for Six Shooter, your cashier role. You know, you, you should. You I'm should owed out part play. at this point. Exactly. No,
5: I mean, uh, no, I don't think that's going to happen. You know, uh, uh, Martin is kind of out on his own track, but I've seen everything he's done. I mean, like I saw Hangman, and he's got another play this year, like. He just, he operates at such a level. Like, yeah. I mean, I'd go in and do a line for him or a wave in the background or a pass by in the background if he needs it, but I don't think he does. I think everybody's clamouring to work with Martin nowadays.
3: It hasn't given you the text message anyway Got, for not, that new yeah, project. no, no. I,
5: I, I doubt he has a phone.
3: <laughs> <laughs> and uh, on that note, obviously, uh, delighted for Saoirse now, third nomination uh, going mm. forward. What do you think uh, going ahead for her chances and obviously the Irish guys Martin as well for best picture? It's unbelievable. Like, we're just you know
5: we're just such heavy hitters i'm sure she's kind of leading the i mean the irish front really because she's just the level of work she's been doing for such a long time for such a young person um yeah she's like yeah she's outstanding and it's weird i know a few people now who are, who are kind of nominated and stuff this year but i feel like the films this year have just been unbelievably good so it's kind of it's kind of cool yeah i like a uh, I'm excited for all of them. I've got a hard time picking my favourites, which is always good.
3: A lot of good TV work as well, you just mentioning your bad self there, you've got Derry Girls and Young Offenders also as well, seems to be really uh, registering as well. Right? Yeah,
5: which I've not seen full episodes of yet, but I'm looking I'm looking forward to seeing them very much, because I hear they're really good, yeah.
3: And going forward, actually, I know you just mentioned Little Stranger Lenny, is there anything else in the pipe work? I presume just sitting around waiting for JJ, hopefully, to give you that call come back?
5: You never know, yeah. yeah we'll wait and see if that works out. And uh, no, in the meantime, I'm happy just to ramble around Dublin. and. Uh, uh, just chill out, it's nice.
3: It's funny, actually, you mentioned Little Stranger. I think I picked up something you said. It was one of the most demanding roles. You like had I said it took a, a bit out of you. Mm. Is there anything you can kind of just tease us with that?
5: Not really. It was a very intense shoot, but working with Lenny kind of makes it easy because so, you can just trust him at every turn, so he was... Um, yeah, it was it was, it was was an emotionally demanding shoot, but like that's what you want. You want to feel tired at the end of the day, to feel like you've done real work, and uh, I think we were all tired at the end of the day, so it was nice.
3: Well, Donald, if there's an Oscar for getting beaten up by a rabbit, I think
5: you'd be up there with Bob Hoskins and Elmer Fudd. I, I hope there is an Oscar for getting beaten up by a rabbit. That would be great. I'd, I'd better be a shoe-in. You'll get the win. Anyway, thanks very <laughs> thanks much. very much. Very much. much. Thank, you.
0: Thank you. Donald Gleeson chatting to Paul Murr there, and uh, Donald, now officially the world's greatest Irish actor yep. of all time. Um, well, in my
1: opinion.
0: Um he would be a shoe for winning an Oscar uh for getting beat up by a rabbit, but I, d- I do think he's gonna he's gonna win big in future years. Yeah.
1: Yes. Yes. And hopefully yeah. they'll be
2: able to pronounce his name properly. Fingers
0: crossed. Um now Laura, you also had a chance to, to meet Donald mm-hmm. and uh James Corden, yep. who voices Peter Rabbit in it. How were the pair of them together? Best pals?
2: Best pals. Lovely, lovely gentlemen. Like actually warmth coming out of their eyes if that's a thing (laughs) that sounds like a (laughs)
0: medical problem yeah exactly they're going to have to get that seen too
2: no you know when you're in an interview and people don't make eye contact with you they were literally locked on which is good yeah you know Um, (laughs) warm eyes Uh, the movie itself is brilliant actually genuinely 100% would recommend it even for adults because it's very funny and you very see, clever. I, I
0: wasn't expecting this to to be no. good in any way whatsoever. That
1: first, that first trailer was like, uh oh.
2: No, I la I laughed out loud, genuinely. Like.
1: Okay. Well, see. Okay. So I okay, will go. Okay. You're taking right. I will go
0: see. <laughs> oh, no, here it is. It's oh, a trade off. No. It's if a trade off.
1: Watching relation. Oh. I,
0: oh, I think. I <laughs> think.
1: Don't look at me. I
2: think it's a <laughs> fair
0: deal. <laughs> spit in the hands. Shake hands. That's it. It's well, a it's dumb deal. F-
2: I'll hold a spit. <laughs> and okay. Don't I, hold a spit. Okay, maybe I'll say maybe I'll give um, I'll give Annihilation half an hour. How about that? Okay. Yep. Okay. Yep. Okay. Thirty plus minutes of my 30 life. Thirty minutes plus the rest. I'll of never it. Get that. Um, so back to uh, Peter Rabbit, which you will go see.
1: If well, let's hear what James has to say. Is James is James, is a, James a nice James
2: guy? Parson? Yeah, he was really nice. Um, Rory doesn't like James. Let's just get it out there. Just get okay. it out there. Well, Rory. he is.
0: You know, a lot of people have kind of gone off James Corden in the past few years. Um, obviously he does have a, an acting. History in the uh, in the History Boys, and he did the Disney musical a couple of years back with Emily Blunt. Uh, oh yeah, yes. Into the Woods. I do not Woods. remember that one, that was Okay, terrible. so we'll leave that one out. But he's back and obviously this animated film suits him and his schedule in the States because he's able to record it in a voice booth. And yeah. he's in
1: Oceans 8 later this year. Oh, is he popping up in that yeah. as well? Yeah, so Best all Mates with Sandy B. Oh I mean. yes.
2: So in this movie, he's obviously playing an animated rabbit as we know he's Peter Rabbit the main character and it's based on Beatrix Potter's storybooks so if you read them as a child you know that these little um rabbits like to steal food from the local McGregor family yeah. an old man not Connor um, McGregor. McGregor absolutely or crush or those <laughs> rabbits or you
0: <laughs>
2: um but the older mcgregor dies um, and <gasps> Oh, I think we know already. that that's that's normal we know that that's Don't
1: normal. <laughs> it is normal welcome it's to the children's life. film <laughs> people die
2: and then um, young McGregor comes in to take over the house which is played by Donal and he is um, faced with the same problems as his uh, uncle which is that the rabbits are stealing all his food well his like homegrown food so you know carrots and the like um, but I posed a question to the pair because obviously they're not sort of together while filming and um obviously because he's animated hmm. but before I interviewed them I had a weird like scenario at home so to give you context um, in the movie Donald's character tries to bait the um, rabbits by putting peanut butter on electric fences okay. right? so I was thinking peanut butter that's an odd thing to use little did I know that a tub of peanut butter would come in very handy at home right
0: (laughs) is this a case of life imitating art here yes
2: so I have a new house and I woke up show up up. yeah sorry it's side note it has to be it's relevant and I woke up in the middle of the night to get a glass of water and I went down to my kitchen and there were two little mice having (laughs) a party in my brand new see through toaster I think because it was see-through, I could see them properly.
0: <laughs> this is horrific. Were they, were they, they were being they. burnt? No. Like, was the toaster on?
2: So no. So I said this to, um, I said this to the boys. I said, you know the way you do method acting. I did method interviewing, and I actually had mice in my toaster. And Donal was like, "Did you cook a mouse?" I was like, "Oh gosh, I should probably <laughs> kill this up. No, I caught them and let them out thankfully, <laughs> but I had to use peanut butter to get them out of the toaster. So Peter I'd Rabbit
0: inspired you to save the lives of, of some mice two mice
2: mm-hmm. what about
0: the toaster did you clean that's, it out and have you used it R.I.P. toaster that was for the bin like uh, old man McGregor yeah. as well so I
2: posed the question sort of I said I accidentally was in the sort of method interviewing how did you deal with your characters and this is what James said
4: I mean I'm I'm very much regarded as and I don't think this is me speaking out of sound a lot of people say I'm, I'm, based, I'm kind of like Daniel Day-Lewis and oh right I, okay yeah I'm so method that I I lived on a diet of carrots and lettuce for, I think, a good 18 months. I slept in a hutch. Mm -hmm. Um, Jumped around the house. And that's that's just my way of working <laughs> you know <laughs> that was after he'd recorded it so it didn't make any sense
0: we actually forgot to mention Daniel Day-Lewis and our greatest Irish actors of all time as well but of course James Oops. Corden pitching himself as the new Daniel Day-Lewis Rory you are be a fan of that but he
1: was, he
0: was joking he was joking obviously yeah it's really funny I, <laughs> I liked him
1: And now Rory what uh, no, <laughs> <care for him.
0: laughs> as well as James Corden's uh, acting career mm-hmm. uh, obviously he's the host of, uh, of Late Night talk show in the US um, but Carpool uh, Karaoke mm-hmm. <laughs> Carpool Carpool Karaoke uh, is one of the massive success stories that he's been behind and he's had a couple of Irish artists mm-hmm. on before including Nile Horn but and this is what a lot of people wanted to know was basically uh, what other Irish yeah. people he would love to
3: have
2: Yeah and like again I asked this because the music in the movie is incredible like it's actually one of the best parts and they bring in like such um, content uh, con- contemporaries <laughs> I can't talk they bring in such contemporary music but for a, like a children's audience it almost might get lost in them that's why I think it's definitely an adult as well movie so I asked who would you pick of Irish stars to be in Carpool Karaoke
4: in Carpool Karaoke who would I have well, who's I'm, Irish well that's tricky man. Mm. well no for me um, I'm a, a huge fan of uh, Gary Lightbody and his oh, band brilliant. Snow Patrol okay. yeah. Good call. so I'd like to form some sort of super super group with like Gary Lightbody, Damien Rice, yes, um, two of the cores, just two. (laughs) That's enough for a car, isn't it? That's a fun, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a fun, that's a fun group, yeah. (laughs) And then, um, and then maybe we'll just put we'll put like Donal and Sershia in the boot just to add some BVs and and bring some. (laughs) Yeah, that's that's why. I mean, now I'm saying it out loud. I'm starting to think this is a really good idea. It makes perfect sense. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I think you should do.
2: I'd welcome that. I was worried you wouldn't know any
5: Irish uh, artists. There would be too much pressure, and he's
4: absolutely killed it. He he nailed it. And (laughs) without mentioning you too. Brilliant. (laughs) I was like, at least to know you too. You did really well. Didn't need to. No, no no need.
2: That's well done again. Thank Thank you very much.
4: Thanks so much.
0: I want to see that happen. I want to see Donald Gleason and Saoirse yes. Ronan in, in back vocals in the back of, in the boot Jeez. of that car, basically for Snow Patrol, for Snow Patrol <laughs> and mm. Damien Rice.
2: You saw it, you heard it here first.
0: Let's make it happen, James Corden. Um, so, Peter Rabbit, the film, in cinemas this week, and Laura, you're giving it a thumbs all up. All my thumbs. <laughs> all the thumbs are up. <laughs> <off. laughs> <laughs> but and Rory, you'll see it if Laura watches Annihilation. It's a deal.
1: It's it's a deal. It's like, a deal. like okay. I'm, all right
0: then. One of the other big cinema releases this week, and we actually had the star of the film, uh, Alicia Vikander. Mm -hmm. on the show last week uh, is Tomb Raider revamped rebooted back in cinemas once again and before we hear Rory's review of it here's a little clip from the film
4: I think I know where they went our dads
0: to
3: the bottom of the sea
2: they were headed to an uninhabited island somewhere
4: off the coast of Japan used to be called Yamatai
3: there's at least 6,000 islands off the coast of Japan hardly any of them are populated
4: well I have a map
2: Now all I need to do is to figure out what these are. I think these are coordinates, the location.
3: They're clock hands.
2: (laughs) They're not clock hands. Definitely not clock hands, but they are clock hands. the one
3: that's right
4: in the middle of the devil's sea you might as well tie a stone to your foot and jump off the boat now
2: it'll be an adventure
4: death is not an adventure
2: that sounds like the corniest clip I've ever seen. Heard. I love. That it.
0: Heard. I love those <laughs> films where uh, the basically they're pu- puzzle solving the whole way through. Yeah. You know, and they're like, oh, we have to crack this. Whether it's you know anything from Indiana Jones to our good friend Nick Cage in National Treasure. Uh, those kind of adventure films where they uncover one thing after the other to get to <laughs> the big fight with the big baddie.
1: I also enjoy that. Um, and I really want I smell to smell a big butt. Oh, no! I, I really wanted to enjoy this because. Uh, I'm a big fan of the video games anyway and Alicia Vikander is a great actress and she really does her best uh, in oh, this. Oh no, does her but best. But she is kneecapped by the script in this film. It is, it, it's uh, it's just not good. But like oh, they're no. like,
2: oh, it's a clock. It's nine o'clock. Oh, it's a clock.
1: Yeah, like there's, there's a lot of huge plot holes in it. Uh, it's basically trying to be a weird version of Batman Begins because she is the... <coughs> She's the daughter of a very, very rich man Mm -hmm. who has died. And uh, she doesn't want to follow in his footsteps. So instead, she kind of travels the world to discover herself and then finds that actually, maybe she's better off following in her parents' (laughs) footsteps after all. Like it is essentially exactly the same as the first 45 minutes of Batman Begins. Um, She travels off to an island to where she believes her, her dad her dad's body might be okay, uh, and when she gets there she discovers that there's a massive global conspiracy and end of the world plots and blah, blah 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 there's some okay action sequences in it as I said is pretty good plot's a mess uh, especially the longer it goes on and we still have not had a good video game movie
0: well, this is uh, the next thing because I know you had a chance to chat to the director as mm. well, but you were saying like they, they make the same mistakes as previous films so like what what what's the issue with like getting those brilliant video games um, up on the big screen
1: I think it's because they're like trying to fundamentally change them to be a movie while also not steer too far away from what it was originally so it doesn't meet any criteria um. In my opinion, the best video game movie, two best video game movies there's ever been is Gravity, which isn't based on a video game, but it might as well be because Sandra Bullock is on her own. I was going to say, from- I've never played that. <laughs> game. Yeah. But she's a character who, who's on her own going from level to level trying to make her way to the goal. And that is essentially how you play a video game as a character by themselves. You're not playing part of a group for like 95% of video games. and I think producers are terrified to have someone on screen on their own for too long. And Gravity proves that that absolutely does not yeah. need to be the case. And the other one is crank. Curious, oh. Which oh. also it's yeah. not
0: Christmas with Jason State of <laughs> yes
1: <laughs> Which again is not actually based on the video game, but it might as well be Grand Theft Auto. And again, he's by himself for the majority of the movie. And, and that's what a, works. That's what works. And if if they can Pass implement away? Has, There's so many movies where the characters are by themselves and they're good. I don't understand why no one has gone away. This This is actually working. This character's by themselves for the entire video game. Mm -hmm. Why can't we just transplant that onto a movie? Because it absolutely works. But with Tomb Raider half an hour in, she's got like 18 supporting characters that she's dragging with her to every scene. You're just like, ugh. Well,
0: I mean, like, obviously they're hoping that this is going to be the start of a brand new action franchise Mm -hmm. for Alicia Vikander starring as Lara Croft. Um, Do you think it will get the Green Knight for a sequel?
1: It'll depend heavily on how much money it makes, really. Um, Vikander does not have the draw that I think Jolie had when she did the first time around. Because um, they were
0: both the Oscar winners as well. Angelina Jolie had won for Girl Interrupted whenever mm. she took on the role of Lara Croft. And Alicia Vikander won for... The, the Danish Girl. The Danish Girl yeah. just a couple mm. of years
1: ago. Yeah, but in terms... Like, Jolie w- w- is... was a draw at the box office by herself. Vikander, not so much. So it's going to be based on Lara Croft. Um, and again, I think Lara Croft back in 2001 um was a much bigger deal than she is today um so yeah there it's it's gonna depend a lot on the box office and I would be surprised if it does all that
0: well. Okay, so mm. not not a huge fan of that even though you were a huge fan of the source material.
1: Yeah, I think fingers crossed if if they do manage to get a second one different director and a, a good screenwriter, not not the guy who wrote the screenplay for Divergent.
0: <laughs> oh mm. god. Which was the case here. Okay. I That's unfortunate. Um the other big release in Irish cinemas this week is Demo and Ivor, the movie. <gasps> <And> obviously <laughs> Easy <laughs> roaring. Uh Demo and Ivor, of course, uh started off online uh, a good few years ago. They've had a couple of chart hits um on Republic They Telly, did not, did, did they? They did, I think. Actual chart hits. I think they did have a, a song uh, <laughs> in course. the Irish charts as well. Uh, did they? Um but yeah, so both parts played by Andy Quirk and they decided now is the right time to bring these characters to the big screen mm. and before I think we've already got Roy's review mm-hmm. um but before we hear it properly uh, here's a little clip from Damon and Ivor, the movie
4: are you
5: ready
0: this is going to be
5: the best night of your life here comes daddy
3: oh, oh
1: shit go, go.
3: When Dino came and found me, it was the best thing that ever happened to me. Twins, reunite. Gordon Ramsay, do you think I've are on
5: you?
3: Shit. I found something top secret when I was up in the attic. Oh, me, hash plants. I thought somebody was growing tomatoes. <laughs> it's not money to be made in tomatoes,
4: will you stop? We spent a whole year looking for him and all we found out is that he's a traveller and his name is John John.
3: On the telly. Get yourselves down to Jiggy Dicky's folk Fair. We're going on a road trip. Alright, let's rock and roll. Let's
4: burn some rubber and meet our brother.
0: <laughs> so that trailer pretty much gives away that's that's the plot all summed up. The two lads, uh, one who is basically north side dub, meets his brother Southside dub and the two of them discover they have a third brother. Mm. Mm. Creative. And that's and that that's it. Yeah. And they go on a road trip. Okay, yep. Rory. Your take on Damo and Ivor the movie.
2: coming out his ears. <laughs> okay, I <know>.
0: so... <laughs> I haven't seen you this mad since Laura Holland said your favourite film was Alien.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so, okay. I try, I try, I try you guys. I try my best to watch films. I know some of them aren't good. I know some of them are terrible. Um, I had to turn this off after 20 minutes because <gasps> life is too fucking short. <laughs> oh! <laughs> it was unbelievably terrible. Um... I think by twenty minutes in, the, the granny character had made, I think I think I think I'd got to her seventh or eighth joke about catching her grandkids masturbating. Fab. And I was like, I'm out, I'm out, I'm done. No, nope, I'm good. I, the 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 plot with John hadn't even been introduced yet. At that point, there had been an inexplicable uh, drift race scene. Uh, that was just in there because I guess they had permission to film in a car park Um <laughs> it was <sighs> I couldn't I couldn't do oh it God, are you okay do, do you want a hug it was just it, it just was it, whatever the uh, the opposite of funny is okay. it's, it's where anti funny it's where Ooh. funny goes to die well
0: oh. <laughs> there's obviously uh well they obviously feel they there's an audience there for this because it was a popular tv series uh, a couple of years back
1: mm. so i was okay so i managed to sit through all of mrs brown's boys the movie um and that was terrible uh and Ooh. i had to not watch this anymore after 20 minutes so um your it, it, it is, is tested it, it's super anaphylactic to this film existing
0: Okay, okay. I think we'll just all take a moment there. <laughs> so Damo and I for the movie in cinemas this week, but yeah, definitely easy Rory. Easy I'm Rory. <laughs> okay, you won't, you won't have I to review it, it next week. That's I really
2: what. hope it is. You're
0: a sadist, Laura Holland. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, well, so not recommended there anyway. So it looks like the best of the bunch is Peter Rabbit this week is what we're saying. Or Annihilation. Or Annihilation, yes. just watch, stay at home and watch Annihilation. <laughs> but, but Peter like like Laura's has gone this week. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I but There's
2: I hate the way you say that as if like, oh, lousy, you're stuck with Peter Rabbit. No, I no, didn't no, no, say no, it
0: like no. that.
1: It's, it is the it is technically the best of the new releases, but... I, you better not say best of a bad bunch. A two out of three is a bad bunch. <laughs> <laughs> but don't put Peter in there.
0: Um, well, listen, if people want to go and see Peter Rabbit, go see it, let us know what you think of it anyway. Let us. <laughs>
2: oh, that's a very rabbit. good.
0: I definitely, <laughs> definitely, definitely meant that. For that
1: specific moment, I really wish people could see your face when you realised you made a joke
0: <laughs> <laughs> I knew exactly what I was doing thanks, okay. for, the, thanks for the heads up Laura mm-hmm. now we did mention if you are staying at home and you don't make it along to any of those new releases in the cinema Rory you do have a recommendation that oh, probably do, yeah. isn't is ever. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, <laughs> for people to watch at home
1: okay sorry I have this written down oh, um, it's going technical I'm going, I'm, going, I'm going off the grid okay so it is actually Irish related as well okay. and it is related to my answer to your question earlier Brooklyn is on BBC One on Sunday the 18th at half eight have you both seen it? love
2: yes. it yes
0: I really really enjoyed it So it's got,
1: it's got your favourite in there too
0: it does Donald Gleeson and Saoirse Ronan oh yeah, I
2: didn't like Ro- Donald in it though What's just he? his character he's a bit like annoying go home Roger <laughs> is
0: his in. name is his name <laughs> Roger no <laughs> <laughs> alright okay you just call anybody Roger um,
1: uh, yes yeah, it's fantastic romantic drama um, with, with Saoirse trying to break away from old country Ireland yeah. heading over to Brooklyn starting a life for herself but can never fully uh, sever her emotional links back home and mm-hmm. uh, it's one of those films as well where every every half hour or so I was like oh no I'm gonna oh cry my again my emotions
0: <laughs> I think this film massively resonated with uh, the Irish American audience oh, as yeah. well and just made an absolute bucket load of money just because as you said everyone was regardless of whether they had visited Ireland or you know had come from there and, and emigrated they just fell in love with you know that kind of vision of, of what Ireland used to be like mm. and uh, and like kind of a young person coming and starting out in the States. No just a, it's, a, it's a really excellent film and when is it on did you say? It's on BBC One uh, Sunday the 18th at half 8 there's a lot of really good Irish films on this weekend ironically enough. Oh yes. Paddy's <laughs> day
1: weekend like I think The Snapper and I Went Down and all is on uh, the RTE channels so any non-Irish fans I'm super sorry but you can't watch them unless you can <laughs> any other way could be online uh, but yeah that. Brooklyn is my choice brilliant look Good forward choice.
0: to seeing that again now uh, we do have some prizes to give away we're going to be reviewing uh, Pacific Rim Uprising next week um, it's out in cinemas next week uh, in Ireland but uh, we do have some prize packs from the film to give away and to be in with a chance of winning one of those very cool prize packs um, we do have this week's competitive high oh, yes. <laughs> so here we go so this is for the listeners Laura mm. and Rory are going to they're going to they're going to write it down and give it a, a go attempt. but you're not allowed to shout out the answer are because this layers? is for the list. There may or may not, be of course there are layers. Just always one. <laughs> always <laughs> layers. Layers. So here we go. So grab <laughs> grab your grab your pens. Here we go. Pretty feline lass.
2: Got it. No, joke. joking. I know you hate that.
0: <laughs> Skillful lionized man leads.
2: I'm seeing a pattern.
0: Tudor killer dub. So those three lines again are pretty feline lass skillful lionized man leads Tudor killer dub am I saying that word right it's Tudor as in like you know like the, the period of time the Tudor tutor, yeah. Yeah, T-U-D-O-R yeah and not like Tudor cinema club oh, yeah yeah so <laughs> pretty feline ass skillful lionized man leads Tudor oh killer, I do dub. yeah I, yeah you think you think you got it yeah you think you got well, it don't okay don't no
1: don't shout it out don't shout it out no no I wouldn't hang and on I'm, I'm, the, right? I'm the slowest writer
0: you did you got it right. You don't win a prize pack though. That's for the listeners only. Uh, okay, Roy. Sorry okay. about that. So it's not cats then. It's not cats. No. <laughs> it's not
1: Killian Murphy's cats.
0: I would watch that I uh, would watch that Well listen that about wraps it up for this week's show <laughs> Yeah while We think of what a Killian Murphy starring production of Cats would look like Very cheek bony Very cheek bony um, We're gonna Yeah we're just gonna see you next week Paul is Well we're gonna see if we can rescue him from the States or is he like Sierra Ronan in Brooklyn has just emigrated to the States for all time then I know I um, will
1: cry even more <laughs> but, in, but we do have like some fun people on next week
0: We will have uh, the stars of Pacific Room Uprising. uh, John Boyega. Star Wars star and Mm. obviously Pacific Pacific (laughs) Room star as well. John Boyega (laughs) is going to be on the show as well as... The stupidly handsome Scott Eastwood. He's so goddamn handsome. He's
2: too handsome. Is that Clint Eastwood's son?
0: Tis. He certainly is. Mm -hmm. Uh, We're also going to have a full review of A Wrinkle in Time, which is a brand new Disney film. Uh, Very
2: excited about that. Yeah,
0: um, Looking forward to that as well. So, uh, yeah, listen, Rory, thank you very much. No, no, Uh, thank you. Oh, well, thanks, guys. Um, so go home, watch Peter Rabbit, and watch Aww. Annihilation. You two, okay? Yeah. Swap, please. You we promise? W-
1: we try and watch them simultaneously. At the- no, we can't. Cause we can't because you can't. Anyway, yes, I'm going to wrap things nervous. up while the two of them work out their plans for <laughs> next week. Uh, thanks
0: for listening to the Big Review. See, we'll see you next week. Bye-bye. Bye bye. Bye.